Hello and welcome back to The One Where I Met Your Mother, a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. And we have just finished watching Seasons 1's Episodes 4's mm-hmm. of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. I will start by recapping Season 1, Episode 4 of Friends, the one with George Stephanopoulos, mm-hmm. who it's misleading. I really assumed that he was going to be a guest star. Yeah, there are a lot of guest stars in the show. Yeah, so that's what that's it, what I that's what I said last week. Yeah. Um so uh, uh but uh, no, uh George Stephanopoulos is viewed by the ladies, yeah. but uh is not actually doesn't actually appear as himself. Yes. Um what I liked about this episode, um not that I would want this to happen all the time, but I like the two storylines, the boys and the girls. I, 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 I like the idea of splitting them off into, into those two storylines. I wouldn't want it to happen every week, but it's, it's fun to see them interacting, uh, in, in those ways. And they do almost sort of stereotypical, like gendered things. Mm-hmm, like the, slumber parties versus sports. Versus, versus the sporting event. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let me just, uh, I'll, I'll just, uh, go through the episode and point out, uh, uh, some things that I liked. Go ahead. Would you rather be at the slumber party or at the hockey game being a hockey fan? Yeah. You know, I'm a hockey fan. I would definitely rather be at the hockey game, but you also like slumber parties. No, I don't. Oh, okay. That's me. <laughs> um, wait, you do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't like them as a kid. Well, yeah, I guess as a child, I didn't. I like the idea of them. Um, I don't know. I it's uh, I like the idea of uh, not being stuck with people. Like to me, a summer party means like whether you're having fun or not, you're here till morning. I and like that's... almost everything about slumber parties except the the slumber part. Like I loved everything leading up to, I like movies and pizza and gabbing and, you know, magazine quizzes. And then in the morning I like, um, like fun cereals that I wasn't allowed to have, but I didn't like the sleeping part. That's where the anxiety came in as a child. Because you, what, you're afraid you're going to like snore or talk in your sleep or do something embarrassing? No. Um, I just couldn't sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my, my slumber party, uh, strategy when I was a kid, because I, uh, this is still true of me today. Like I can stay up all night. (laughs) That sounds like a weird, like a a very low level brag, but, um, I would always, whenever I was at a slumber party with a friend, usually like another kid, I'm on my little league team or something like that. Um, I'd be checking out the movie collection that they had in their house and deciding like when everyone else falls asleep around like one or two, here, here's what I'm going to watch. Yeah. Maybe, I'm going to watch one, maybe two movies. Cause I'm going to stay up until dawn and just watch movies on my own. Mm-hmm. And so I have like, um, uh, lots of memories of, of, of watching, uh, movies, so, sometimes movies that I wasn't allowed to watch. Like Pulp Fiction came out when I was in middle school. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't allowed to, to, to see that. So that was like my chance. Like, Oh, no one can tell me. No one's going to know. I'm going to watch Pulp Fiction at, at two thirty in the morning. Um, I also remember uh, watching "So I Married an Axe Murderer" Ooh, that that's way. A good one. Um, is it? I, I mean, I, I have a lot of good memories of it, but I haven't uh, seen it in so long. Yeah, same. We should we should revisit that. 
Yeah, I also feel like it's been a while since we recorded, even though this is the fourth episode of this, mm-hmm. it's been a while since we recorded the first one. Did we talk about So I Married an Axe Murderer in the first episode? Because I was talking about like the like hanging out and drinking big cups of coffee is like a cool thing to do in the mid nineties. That's also like, that sounds very familiar because Mike Myers character in that movie hangs out and does like slam poetry at a coffee shop. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Listeners let us know. (laughs) Yeah. And also whenever we, uh, uh, so our, uh, I'm already imagining this show is going to be so popular that we're going to start a Patreon. So our first Patreon has to be a So I Married an Axe Murderer commentary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've learned a lot about our childhoods. You are a film lover through uh-huh. and through. Yeah. And I'm an insomniac. Oh, I thought you were going to say a cereal, breakfast cereal lover. Oh, that too. That too. No, you're not. I've never seen you eat a bowl of cereal in my life. <laughs> because if I was confronted with a box of cereal... I would eat the whole thing. Like I oh, purposefully like, don't buy cereal. Like Swell's like, younger siblings in uh, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. She just pours the whole thing yes, of Cabin Crunch in the like punch bowl. Yes, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to stop at one bowl. That's like what a cereal head I am. I like that this is also becoming a podcast where we reference movies from the early 90s. And we're learning about each other, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you. I don't think you, that's anything you didn't know about me, that I you stay up know, late and watch movies. You didn't know about my cereal. Breakfast cereal. Yeah, I didn't know you're like a Jerry Seinfeld. Well, when I was little, I had cereal, but I had like Life cereal, Cheerios, Raisin Bran, which I, I do like. But when I was confronted with Lucky Charms or Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Captain Crunch, I would just go wild. Uh, what's funny is... Uh, my parents growing up were like uh, kept us pretty ate eating pretty healthy like we mm-hmm. weren't allowed soda and like a, a, a hostess like snack cake or a little Debbie probably because uh, that's a little more down market something we could afford mm-hmm. for a family of six um, was a rare treat yeah but that did not apply to breakfast oh, I think my mom was just like I want them to be able to like in the morning, just take care of themselves. So I'm just going to buy. So we had cookie crisp. We had fruity pebbles. We had Captain crunch and all that stuff to the point where I was almost the opposite. I remember going through a period where I decided I liked raisin bran because I thought it was cool that my grandpa ate raisin bran. Mm. And so like I was a little kid trying to, I was like, buy me raisin bran. I want to be like grandpa. That's cute. It's, I mean, it's a good cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just so funny. The idea of like loading your kids up on sugar and then sending them off to school and, you know, telling them to pay attention, which, and then the, not only are they hyper at first then there's the crash. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. What a, what a digression. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Hey, you were that, recapping yeah. friends. Uh, speaking of sleeping, Phoebe can apparently sleep in public, which is another thing that I can do very yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, I could fall asleep pretty much anywhere anytime. I've seen it. Yeah. It's a, it's kind of a superpower of mine. Um, we also learned in this episode that central perk is directly downstairs. I mean, I guess that was implied, mm-hmm. but it's less it's, than a hundred steps from the apartment. So what? Okay. Do you think, do they live on like the second floor? Cause I get the impression they live higher. Are they taking an elevator? Is that what it, so it's mm-hmm. like, yeah. it's like 15 steps to the elevator and then like 80 steps. To, it has to, to be Park, high right? because when they're looking out their window, they can see like the whole New York skyline look right. down and, um, which is why it's dangerous that Rachel is just like leaning against that ladder mm-hmm. 
and she drops the pillow. Yeah. But I'm guessing there's someone else's deck down there because the, the pillow, yeah. The neighbor brings the pillow back at the end. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they're, uh, uh, they're sitting around. Um, Ross is sad because it's, this could lead to a whole other digression. I hope it does too. It's the anniversary of the first time he had sex with his, with the woman who would become his wife and now his ex-wife. Right. Like, and then we find out later that it's the anniversary of him losing his virginity. Right. But that's still like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know anyone who celebrates it's, it's that gross. as an anniversary. And that even Monica knows about it. I put that in my notes. It was like a weird, she's like, oh, it's a tough day for him. Like, why would your sister know? Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. But I guess last week they were all talking about penis sizes and stuff. I guess they're just a very like open brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. They're close. Um, um, yeah, I thought that was gross. Um, you'll probably yeah. Go on, go on with your recap. Okay, so I mean, no, we can digress at any point if you have more to add. Well, don't, don't just, put a pin in it. Just Carol being a lesbian is again like played just as a joke. Um, is it? I guess I never because he like screams it out at some point. And it's used as kind of like a... Well, I think he feels uh, understandably embarrassed. I don't think he's like, it's embarrassing that this woman is a lesbian. It's like, it's embarrassing that I didn't... That this was happening and I didn't know. You know what I mean? Maybe. That's how I take it. Maybe I'm being charitable. Yeah, I think so. But I feel like it's always used as a... um, like the end of a joke the whole punchline punchline yes oh my gosh um yeah we've all got covid like quarantine brain yeah um okay so then the other they're they're hanging out the other guys show up they got hockey tickets they got an extra one for uh, they they invite ross ross along i'm super excited because uh i like hockey i like uh so this 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 episode would make a good like double feature with the um Seinfeld episode where they go to a Rangers game. Oh, yeah. uh, in that episode, though, the Rangers are playing the Devils because because <laughs> Putty, Putty is a Devils fan. Has devil makeup. Um, uh, this time they're playing uh, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins. But um, so I like the hockey thing. And this uh, it goes it goes back and forth between the two stories at this point. We got Ra- Rachel gets her first paycheck and she's bummed because it's like too low and also she again like swell and don't tell him the babysitter's dead didn't apparently had never heard about like taxes Taxes, and stuff like that until she got her first paycheck um and then she runs into we because we've talked before about who are rachel's old friends uh or her other like monica's her old friend but who were the friends who were who were invited to her wedding who were her current friends and as we could have predicted they suck yeah they're awful awful people they're all like shallow and pregnant and you know boring and rich yeah um and and so uh that paired with uh phoebe's grandmother and her new boyfriend are having sex too loud means it's slumber party at monica and rachel's right yeah um uh, which gets us to uh one of the highlights of the episode Uh, wait wait can i guess yeah is it Phoebe's onesie? Phoebe's adorable onesie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should. I know that this is not a traditional, uh, I guess, concept that we talk about, but I feel like fashion. Only four episodes in. I feel oh, like fashion. Yeah. We should 
because that's my favorite fashion. Phoebe's onesie. That's your, oh, so we should talk about, favorite should we add fa- that to the... Favorite fashion. Favorite moment, fam- favorite, favorite yeah. fashion moment. Yeah. Yeah. Although, I don't think I have many for How I Met Your Mother. Well, not, you've, you've already... Uh, I've extinguished my fashion fave <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> we only get one. Uh, how about it's just a thing if we have... Okay. Okay. But I do like the idea of keeping an eye out for it. Okay. I will. I, I'll keep an eye out. We'll okay. see. We'll see. Um... Let's see. We find out. We find out. We find out where in Manhattan they live in Greenwich Village right. because there's a reference to. Uh, now I can't remember how it came about. Um, uh, well, I can't remember what they were talking about when they were saying you live in the village. Oh, <laughs> Phoebe was comparing Rachel to Jack from Jack and the Be- Giant Beanstalk. Right. He lived in a village. You live in uh, Greenwich Village. Uh, yeah, and then. <laughs> uh, um, Rachel says, like, you know, uh, Jack gave up a cow. I gave up a fiance. But then again, no, I didn't. I gave up an orthodontist. An orthodontist. But then again, I didn't love him. And Phoebe goes, oh, well, Jack did love the Jack- cow. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was very funny. <laughs> um, and then uh, Ross gets hit in the face uh, with, uh, this is the sort of game of the episode is Ross gets hit in the face and they have to hang out at the emergency room mm-hmm. um uh which i feel like is not i don't know if you get hit in the face with a puck which is very difficult to happen nowadays because they've added netting because sadly in 2008 a girl died at a columbus blue jackets game and she got hit in the head with a puck um but if you do i feel like there's paramedics like the the either the hockey team or the building if the building is owned separately employed paramedics there like you would get taken care of there you wouldn't have to like get yourself to the emergency room after after that But if you break your nose you want to treat it right away that's what i'm saying there'd be people there to treat it okay like okay you know uh you've seen it happen if you're watching you ever watch a you don't watch sporting events but like sometimes somebody like gets hit or somebody like has a heart attack in the stands and you see right. like guys come out with like a stretcher and right. like there's people on staff there yeah. and, and, and an ambulance usually is waiting there to take someone, uh, be they a player or a, or a spectator to the yeah. hospital. Yeah. I think there are laws like if you, if you have more than a certain amount of people, there has to be a medic on right. staff and especially at a, something this big, you know, a gap yeah. this large would require. So what I'm, what I'm saying, I guess what I'm saying is but that would that be a funny this, friends episode, but it doesn't reflect well on Madison square garden as an institution that they oh, just okay. tossed out some <laughs> bleeding man. Yeah. Uh, no matter what a douche is. Okay. Here's another hockey thing. It does not surprise me in the least that Ross is one of those annoying guys who yells shoot uh, at a hockey game. That's uh, if you, if you go to enough hockey games, which you've been to a number with me, do I do that? Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> what I'm saying is it's an annoying thing. That I'm going to fans... do that next time. <laughs> shoot. Just uh, anytime anyone's like in the zone at all, they're just like, people are just like, shoot. It's like, they know that they're professionals. What, they know what they're what doing. We're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not. Oh, <laughs> why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I'll, I'll shoot the puck. Make a basket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that's So they're hanging out at the emergency room. Meanwhile, uh, the ladies get obsessed with the fact that, uh, the, well, they find out that they live across, across the street from George Stephanopoulos, which they find out because Frogert from lost, delivers, uh, their, pizza. delivers their pizza and it's 
to the wrong address and and that's how they find out it was supposed to go to george stephanopoulos that he got their low-fat crust extra cheese pizza free crust which like i know it's like played for laughs but it doesn't make any sense well i guess i mean if you do you i mean if you use butter to make a crust isn't that fat yeah or like olive oil yeah, like a pizza is fat. It's like cheese and oil and butter. Right. Like it's so. I'm saying, couldn't greasy. you couldn't you make a pizza crust without that stuff? I guess you could, but these women are like drinking tiki cocktails, eating cookie dough. Like they're clearly not. Like it's. I think it's. Oh, ladies like to have fat-free foods. Like it's just kind of a yeah. Silly, that is a, a silly stereotype. But this episode's all about the stereotypes. That's true. That's true. Um. But I will say to uh, no, I should uh, never mind. I'm going to save this for later. Okay. Uh, we will, sooner or later, you and I will figure out our little segments and when we are supposed to bring up certain things. I don't think we should. <laughs> so um, those were, I, I think, my general uh, thoughts uh, on the storyline of this Friends episode, the one with George with George Stephanopoulos. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Um. Oh uh, well, we can we talk about like running jokes. Or that's that's later. later. Okay. Yeah. What about an absence of a running joke? Okay. Yeah. They didn't comment on TV. Oh, you know how yes. That was like this a is the first time. This is the first episode. The first time that they're You're not right. watching TV together. Yeah, I didn't miss it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. I guess that's it. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking. What's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. So what uh, what happened this week on How I Met Your Mother? Uh, okay, well, so t- so the return of the shirt. The return of the shirt. I almost it's, called it the one with the shirt, but yeah, that's different. Yeah, the return, the return of the, of the shirt. shirt. So, he, uh, so Ted is going through his closet, and he puts on this paisley <laughs> button-up. And I guess it's like... Was it paisley or were those little whales? Oh, it was Paisley. I wish that they were whales. I thought they might be little whales. No, it was Paisley. So he puts on this shirt that he wore years ago. It fits him. He loves it. And it gives him like a new lease on life. And so he's kind of saying like, wait, like I was so stuck in my ways. I should be more open-minded. I should not be so rigid. So he kind of like he shows up at the bar in this new shirt and everyone's like, hey, great shirt. We love the shirt. It fits great. Wonderful shirt. See Paisley, right? I'm trying to see. I can't. I can't get a good like high. Trust me, if it were whales, I would know. Yeah, I think think they're. I mean, I I believed you. I just wanted to look at it. Okay, so he's not doubting you. So now he's um, talking about how you know maybe he should reconsider some of the choices that he has made. So he there's a series of flashbacks of women he dated. I guess when he was wearing the shirt when he first got it. I guess yeah. Um. And I like those flashbacks. So one of the exes was a uh, a sex worker. Um, another ex-girlfriend killed a hitchhiker. Apparently, yeah. And then there's another one named Natalie. 
Right, which is your name. Which is my name. And Natalie likes Belle and Sebastian. Yeah. I also like Belle and Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, and she also likes sock, sock monkeys. She likes sock monkeys. Um, she does Krav Maga. She does Krav Maga, just like me. <laughs> and uh, she's also played by Anne Dudek uh, from many things, but uh, from Comedy Central's corporate. Sidebar, I don't buy that Natalie would be into Belle and Sebastian. You don't think she's a Belle and Sebastian no, type? No, And maybe, like, that's me being, like, a snob or something, but she seems, like, so kind of, like, basic and mainstream. I don't think... And not, and not I don't like think we know enough about her to, to say that. I know enough. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, that's my snobbishness okay. coming through. Like, her outfits, her apartment, so she's tell me basic. what we learned about Natalie in this episode that makes you think that she listens to, like, Martina McBride or whatever instead of Belle and Sebastian. Again, like, her outfit, her apartment, like, just her persona. Okay. And I'm not saying Belle and Sebastian is this, like obscure you know like it is i guess they're known but i feel like i don't know uh i just i I like bone sebastian and i'm pretty basic same i'm just saying like i I don't okay anyway (laughs) we're not on the same page here that's fine that's fine. That's why people host podcasts together to yeah. to disagree. Uh, okay, so he realizes like he should have given Natalie more of a chance, and then we learn that Natalie hates him because Ted broke up with her on her birthday on an answering machine during a surprise party for her. So he was recording this message saying like I don't want to be your boyfriend anymore. But you're awesome. But oh, you're I awesome. Like, I like yeah, that happy joke. birthday. But by the way, I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore. And all of the like party goers who are like hiding, ready to surprise her, hear the message. And then she walks in and they say surprise, but it's like a sad. So yeah. that was three years ago? Yeah, that was three years. So he realizes like Natalie's awesome. He should um, reconnect with her. And he tries to call her. She doesn't answer. And then he creepily goes to her apartment and, like, tries to force his way in. <laughs> literally, like... Literally, like... Tricks her into opening the door and tricks, then pushes his way yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> monster. Monster. Um, he's a predator. Um, so he finally gets in, and then she, I guess, agrees to go on a date with him or agrees to start talking with him. Well, they, she agrees to get coffee with him, and then we cut to, like, the coffee cups from the to-go, like, Greek place and then it pans over to them like post coitus right so they're they're one date turned into them reigniting the flame immediately yeah and listening to bell and sebastian and listening to bell and sebastian so maybe that's the only band that she likes (laughs) um uh okay so i guess to continue this storyline they're out like he decides that she's not the one and he wants to break up with her again. Um, but he decides to be honest with her this time and do it in person. So they're at dinner. It's actually her birthday again, he finds out. Yeah, he forgot her birthday. And he breaks up with her at dinner. She throws spaghetti at his face. Um, she eventually like beats him up with her yeah. Krav Maga. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I guess that's the end of that storyline. Yeah, and I, I, I like... The, we talk about how Ted's a douche and like 
bits like this make me like remind me that like yeah the show knows Ted's a douche yeah yeah that's true yeah like getting him beat up like uh by an ex-girlfriend who knows Krav Maga is uh is pretty cool yeah I don't think the show is like sad that happened yeah that's true um so the other story I get the other plot is like with the rest of the gang which is much more lighthearted and silly and it's basically um Barney kind of <laughs> paying Robin like increasing amounts of money to do increasingly humiliating things like on air because she's a, a journalist, like a broadcast journalist. Yeah. Um, so first she says booger. No, she, she says nipple. No, no, booger's first. We don't see it happening. No, he booger is what is the word. He changes it to nipple. So she never says okay. booger. He he changes it. He he says it's no longer booger now. Okay. Nipple. So she says nipple. Yeah. Um she then does like a little jig or something. She like slaps her own ass. Oh yeah. And the joke is that like no one cares cuz no one watches this news channel. This like local yeah. late night news. Yeah. Um, and she's like the last segment, the like little human interest segment at yeah. the end. So it's probably like 1259 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then she ends up doing a segment with like an old, like the oldest man who runs a handsome cab. Yeah. Handsome? Handsome cab? I think it's handsome. Handsome cab. Like the way I'm handsome, the same way. Uh huh. <laughs> um, but she ends like you up. You might describe me as handsome, that kind of cap. Exactly, exactly. Um, so she like is talking about like journalistic integrity, and sh- her, she's proud of what she's doing. And then she ends up like tripping over the horse and falls in some horse shit. Yeah. And screams about it, and it essentially goes viral, and everyone watches it. Yeah. Uh, very funny. Um, yeah, I mean, um, there's. No, I know we're, 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 this is not the how are we doing segment here, but um, this aired in 2005. YouTube would have only been a few months old. Um, yeah. So, like, yeah. when it goes viral, we don't I mean we're like that could be uh, it could be all over e-bombs world or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if YouTube had quite caught on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's pretty much it. Am I missing any main? Um, plot no, lines? I, I don't think you're missing any main plot points. I just have uh, um, some other things I noticed. It's weird that um, they apparently don't bust the tables at McLaren's. That like they sat down and there was a glass of bourbon just sitting there, and then Ted sat down and just like picked up the bourbon and started drinking it. All of that is weird. I don't think it's that weird because like if you walk into a bar, like you're going to sit at the table, you know, sometimes it hasn't been like bust or no one knows. Like sometimes it's like just the bartender and the bar back. And if someone gets up and you sit down, okay. like no one's going to go and clear the table. Okay. So then it's like but free for all, but it is weird that Ted just drank it. <laughs> it is weird that like no one bought it for him. Like it is weird that he just picked it up and started drinking a drink. Yeah. yeah okay. That's the part. That's you know what I do like about this? And what? I was worried, and I think I even touched on it in our first episode. I hate when women only drink white wine in uh-huh. bar scenes, and they're drinking everything. I think, at, like, Ted is even drinking white wine, and Robin is drinking a martini, and someone else is drinking beer. Like, I like that it's not stereotypical yeah. drinks. I like yeah. that they and change they, it up. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, other notes, um, uh, point in Ted's favor. He recognizes that Goonies sucks because <laughs> Marshall apparently loves Goonies. Right. Ted saw it later in life and didn't like it. And he was considering a rewatch like because he's reconsidering his choices. He mm-hmm. might be a different person now. Uh, he, he, uh, he says, maybe I give that movie I hated another shot. And then Marshall says something about like, you're finally going to rewatch Goonies, but, uh, Ted's right. Goonies sucks. Um, and then, uh, it's funny watching these, uh, and we'll talk about the, again, the, how are we doing segment in a little bit, but like friends is obviously dated. These things we're watching are right. close to 30 years right. uh, ago. Um, so comparatively how I met your mother seems newer, but it's dated it's too. Still like dated, yes. Answer, no one has an answering machine, yeah. uh, like an actual answering machine. And then also the like, uh, punchline at the end it turns out ted's already seen the horseshit video or whatever because he says my phone gets the internet now yeah which is like that would have been new like right um i don't think i had a phone that had the internet on it until 2008 yeah and it was like life-changing and revelatory but now it's you know everybody's phone gets the internet my parents phones don't <laughs> i mean your dad's phone would he just doesn't yeah. do it <laughs> yeah that's true um okay i had some other notes but i'll save them for the comparing and contrasting the two shows okay so should we move on to our funniest moments okay um well i'll go i got I'll, I'll say my my friend's one was uh um and there were a couple but uh the the one i'm, I'm choosing to to land on is uh rachel's shitty ex-friends commenting on her like (laughs) wearing like an apron and working as a waitress and she says you look like you're in a play (laughs) which is so funny to like people who are that out of touch the only context they have for a working class person is like in a play they saw yeah yeah (laughs) Um, that made me laugh what was your favorite friends moment um, in terms of funniness monica is freaking out about george stephanopoulos and Rachel says, who's, who's George Snuffleupagus? <laughs> and yeah, it's dumb, but I laughed. Um, and then Phoebe's like, it's Big Bird's friend or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, also, we discussed already the part about, no, Jack did love the cow. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. What was your favorite How I Made Your Mother uh, moment or, or the funniest moment for you? Um, oh, it was a callback to using the word ineffable. <laughs> and Andrew Dudek or Natalie says, what? So I'm effable or uh, I'm not, not effable? effable. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I wish I'd thought of that. No, to me, I think the, um, the funniest moment was Barney's Barney doing the icky shuffle while, uh, going on this clearly rehearsed Rant. diatribe uh, yeah. about the career of, of, uh, whatever Icky, the, uh, the football player, uh, that's named after or who originated that celebration dance. Um, which brings me to similarities and differences, um, uh, of, of the two shows. I'll, I'll say, uh, and just, just comparing them. I still, once again, overall liked the friends episode, better than the How I Met Your Mother episode. I do think this was the funniest How I Met Your Mother episode in this early run so far. Like you mentioned the, the flashbacks to the dates with ex-girlfriends. Like it had a liveliness and a sharpness a lot of the time. I like that. Um, uh, which is, uh, moving in, in, in the right direction, but it is, 
ironic that my favorite moment is a Barney moment because it's like the only Barney moment I like in this episode. He's just a jerk. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I think he was like he was talking about how to break up with someone and he said six words. You look fat in those jeans, yeah. which is another similarity with friends like that fat phobia that is kind of right. like always running through friends, which I hate. So it's always a, a nod to Monica being fat when she was young. Yeah. Yeah. Which we got another one of those. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and, but yeah, so Barney, yeah, that the, how to break up with people and then like his, his, his thing about like, uh, sex with women is you get good sex when they're at their most vulnerable mm-hmm. or insecure. Yep, yep, like yep. was, I could see that being a, like that's a premise you could make a joke out of, but he just came across as a misogynist jerk. Yeah. Because yeah. Cause he was basically arguing like, Oh, you should have stayed. You can have like desperation sex, yeah. which is who wants that? Like that's <laughs> awful. Yeah. He's uh, that's the thing. I mean, just last episode, Barney was like, yeah, he's an obnoxious creep, but like he's spontaneous and weird and idiosyncratic. And like he brings, color and flavor to Ted's life. And here he's just like the sexist jerk who keeps commenting. And then also like paying a woman to do something humiliating, (laughs) which like it ends up being funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's terrible. But uh, I do, I mean, this is, this is, it doesn't quite make rise to the level of like a running joke or, or a motif, but, um, Barney being, wealthy enough that he can throw around money to make dumb things happen yeah. is it's going to happen plenty on yeah. on this show. Yeah. Um, which sometimes, sometimes it's very funny. Uh, but it reminded me, uh, you know, comparing the two shows, Joey is, I guess like the Barney cause yes. he's the horn dog or whatever, yeah, he's but like he's generally, womanizer. yeah, but he's generally a much nicer person. But in this episode, I didn't like the twister thing of him. Like, cause Phoebe had to bend over, bend over in yeah. front of him and he's like, Hey, or whatever. Yeah. And that's not, it's not a joke. Yeah. It's just like sexual harassment. Yeah, exactly. Just like being a creep to your friends. Yeah. Um, so other things I wanted to bring up, they actually drink in this friends episode, at least the, the ladies do. Apparently the men go to a hockey game and don't even get a beer, but the ladies drink a, uh, a fun, like, uh, like bo- a rum boozy punch. rum yeah. like a tiki. smoothie type of yeah, thing. Yeah. It made me want one. <laughs> it looks so good. Uh, and they, and they seem to drink a lot of it. Yeah. They go through like two blenders worth, the yeah. three of them. Um, uh, I'll mention this. Oh, I should have said this before, but my argument that as much as I keep saying friends is funnier right now, my argument that how I met your mother, like are more relatable or cooler characters. The fact that, do you think any of the friends know who Bell and Sebastian are? No. Um, uh, but I mean, Bell and Sebastian would have been very new. When, when do they start? Like, because this is 93, yeah, right? Yeah, I would say late 80s. Is Bell and Sebastian? Okay. So, uh, uh, Let me see when the um, first album was. But they're they're obviously uh, cooler. Um, it's a cooler show because it casually references. Oh, they formed uh, in 94. So, oh, yeah, so they, they weren't even been, around yet. Yeah. Do you think they were influenced by the Rembrandts? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then uh, this is a little bit of a... Um, uh, uh, a spoiler, a tease for 
information that will come up uh, in later How Many Mother episodes. But turns out Ross has something in common with both Marshall and Lily. Can you guess what that is? Ross has something in common? There's something we learn about Ross in this episode. <gasps> oh. That is also true of Marshall oh, and Lily. Oh, I can guess. Yeah. So they're... They were virgins before. Yeah, they're okay. the only person they've ever slept with. Okay. Um, that's all I had for similarities and differences. Do you have any any other uh, comparisons you wanted to make between um, the two the two series? Fat phobia, drinking, uh, womanizing. Yeah, one character is like particularly womanizing. Yeah, yeah, but at least I mean Joey's still like generally not a jerk about it. But I, I liked his his like. Uh, when he finds out that Ross has only had sex with one person, he's like, oh, hockey was a big mistake. There are so many other things we could have done tonight. <laughs> yeah. That's a much more innocent type of joke yeah. about sex. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, no, that's... that's well, um, we forgot to revisit our predictions at the top. Normally I do that to talk first. About headlines? Uh, but I forgot to revisit the predictions first because oh. neither of us Go did ahead. well. I said that George Stephanopoulos was going to show up at the museum. Right. You said that the shirt was going to belong to Marshall. Right. Is that another offer, I guess? Yeah. 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 All right. So let's move on to my favorite segment to talk about, because I like saying the name. (laughs) How are we doing? (laughs) Uh, And this is our, like, this segment, I'm hoping that it gets better as it it goes on. This website, or I just need to find another website, because this website that I'm using seems to have, like, started... It starts getting robust sometime in between Friends and How I Made Your Mother. How I Made Your Mother. It gives me so little for Friends. So uh, this Friends episode aired on Thursday, October 13th, 1994, uh, which was the first day of the professional cricket season in Australia. That's like the only thing I could find on this website. Yes, I remember this day distinctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which uh, which cricket club do you support? Well, obvious. You shouldn't even have to ask. Oh, yeah. The uh, uh, Melbourne uh, Monsters. That's right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> as far as how we were doing, on Monday, October 10th, 2005, as we talked about a lot, we're still uh, in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Right. Um, this was a... Uh, bad day in terms of news for the New Orleans PD, um, where they were accused of committing all kinds of uh, crime, not even just accused, like caught on tape, you know, um, uh, being overly violent toward looters. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, there were also uh, cops who just deserted their jobs. Not, not a good uh, day in the news for for the NOPD. Mm. Um, and yet, to, I mean, this is a big thing at the time that like, um, post a disaster like this, the word looters seemed to get it's coded. applied racially, yeah. yes. you know, yes. that like white people who have lost their home are like scavenging for goods. Right. Uh, They're in survival mode. Yeah. Right. Whereas the black people are looting. Yeah. Uh, so when, 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 uh, uh, when you hear that the New Orleans PD was being violent toward 
looters, there's a there's a subtext there that right. uh, is echoed through what we still encounter with right. uh, police departments all over the country and the world uh, today. The, right. This past summer was a big uh, example. They replay one image of one dude like stealing a TV and right. replay that over and over and over again. Um, and not the people who are legitimately like trying to get groceries to feed their families. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. New Orleans um, is a place that you and I love and have been to yeah. uh, many, many times. Uh, hope to go again someday when the pandemic's over. Yeah. Well, we actually have an Airbnb booked for Mardi Gras. Oh, for Mardi Gras. That's right. Yeah. We're going to Mardi Gras 2022. Because we figured that everyone's going to want to party next year. Yeah. And the prices were only going to go up. So. But I am. Uh, um, I mean, I, I go on walks every day, so I'm outside all the time. But I do worry that I'm that I've developed some sort of like agoraphobia, than like, yeah. uh, or or like a fear of crowds. Like, is it is it gonna uh, is is going to Mardi Gras after like a year and a half of self isolation yeah. gonna give me a panic attack? Well, we're not gonna go from this to that. Like, huh. there'll be a transition. <laughs> like, we're gonna be around people again. But yes, I don't think I'll ever fly without a mask. Okay. I feel like I will always carry hand sanitizer with me. And I feel like, um, yeah, there'll be a lot of changes. All right. Uh, final segment, challenge accepted. This is where we make our predictions for the next episode. Wait, what happened? Oh, what did I miss? How about your mother? Oh, did we already talk about... Both of the years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was oh, okay. the, the, okay. the Katrina one. Oh, Cricket and Katrina. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, challenge accepted. The next episode, we make our predictions. So the next episode of Friends is called The One with the East German Laundry Detergent. Um, now, I looked this up on IMDb, and the header image is Ross and Rachel doing laundry, so I'm not going to cheat and say, oh, Ross and Rachel do laundry together. That's very clear that would be a lie so now I have to figure out um okay I'm gonna guess how do they end up with East German laundry detergent I'm gonna say that well we've talked about like problematic jokes on both shows I'm gonna say there's some sort of xenophobic joke about some like immigrant immigrant lady who's also doing her laundry at the same laundromat that's Mm. That's my, that's my pessimistic guess mm, about, mm-hmm. um, uh, about the next Friends episode. So, uh, let's see, I need to get better at calling these things up beforehand so I can tell you the next episode of How I Met Your Mother, season one, episode five, is called Okay, Awesome. <laughs> okay. That's what it's called. So, no context clues. Um, right, but like, like I said last week, your your prediction can also just be based on something we, that happened in this episode. It doesn't have to be about the title. Okay. It's easier for me guessing Friends episodes to be to use the title because the title is what the what the show is about. In some, okay, in some I'm going to say that because we know Barney has so many catchphrases, he's going to start okay, awesome after everything. Okay. So he's going to start saying that after everything and people are going to get annoyed by it. Okay. Um, Let me, let me, let me mark these down. 
Uh, I'm guessing it's a xenophobic joke about laundry detergent. You're guessing, uh, okay, awesome, is... A Barney catchphrase. Barney's new catchphrase. Okay, well, we that, we did it. We talked about season season one's episode five's episode four's is what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, like the most judgmental look. Like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> we talked. Uh, um, do you know that reminds me? There was I used to do a TV podcast, as you know, but I don't know if the listeners do. Called Hey, Watch This with uh, our friend Paul Goble, mm-hmm. in which we would. You did another one with Sean. Uh, I also did a, a, a more comprehensive TV podcast called Previously On with uh, with with Sean Ingram. But um, Goble and I did a show where we would like assign each other something that was airing that week. Like right. he had, and he assigned me an episode of Venture Brothers, and it turns out there's a discrepancy in the way that uh, that that episode that season number and episode numbers for venture brothers are listed on different parts of the internet so we accidentally watched two different episodes but talked about it for like a good 10 minutes before before we figured out like yeah uh anyway i'm not sure if those hey hey, watch this episodes are available anywhere um but so that would never happen with us because we watch the two episodes together, back yeah. to back, without any conversation, during, between, yeah. or after. So this is truly just like yeah. our first thoughts. I almost like there are sometimes when something will happen in the show and I'll laugh out loud and then I'll be like, oh man, she's going to guess my fa- my funniest moment pick yeah. because I laughed too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Uh, so until next week, you can find, uh, me at battleshipretention.com, email me at David at battleshipretention.com and follow me on Twitter at Davey pretension. Um, we know, uh, from past experience, Natalie, that you don't want people to find you nope. on the internet. Sure can't. So, uh, how do we sign off? Have a good one.